Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Good morning and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute. This is Andrea Holman. And I am so glad to share this time with you. If you listened to the last podcast, you will notice this time that I have my voice back. And I am so excited, as I'm sure you are, so that you can hear me talk this time instead of struggling through my horrible cold that was happening last week. This week's podcast is exciting for me. We are talking about expectations and the timing of expectations that you expect them to be met. This week's podcast is called Meet My Expectations, and right now, please, who doesn't want their expectation met immediately, right? If you need something, want something, the expectation is there that you should have it right away. So I would just love to share with you a couple of funny stories that happened this week and explain some of these ideas that I had about this. So I hope that you've heard me talk about my fur baby, Hershey. I call her my fake therapy dog. She joined the family when my first son went away to college. Now, mamas and daddies, you know that being a mom and daddy of a fur baby, it takes a lot of extra care to interpret the needs of your pet. No pressure, right? You're doing everything else, so what's one more thing on the list to do? So my dog, Hershey, She is about 15 pounds, and she is a mini Bernadoodle. So that is a Bernice Mountain Dog and a mini Poodle that have created a mini Bernadoodle, okay? She usually rides down to the school with me if I have to take my daughter to school. And on this particular day, she jumped into my car, found something in the floorboard, and jumped out really quick. She wouldn't come back to me, so I just left her in the front yard to do whatever she was going to do. I went to the school, dropped her off, and came back home. Upon my arrival, Hershey was in the front of the house in the yard, running like crazy eights, like a maniac through the yard, okay? She was in and out of the bushes. She was jumping up, and then she would run back in the bushes and hide, and she would jump back out at me like she was trying to scare me. I was positive that whatever she got a hold of definitely had some sugar in it, or at least some caffeine. So she basically comes over to me at this point. She starts jumping up on me, and I said, no way, because she has been running in the yard, especially in the garden area. So she had mulch and mud and dirt all over her paws, and I was not about to let her jump up on my pants. So I run her around to the side of the house over by the garage, and I'm like, all right, we're going to go into the house, and I'm going to set up the block on her so she can't, like, run past me and run into the living room and jump up on the couch or the carpet and get everything dirty. So I run into the house, I set the block up, and she literally ran right to her room, jumped up in her bed, which sits on top of her cage. I don't even know why we have a cage. We never use it. She's sitting there like, hey, look at me. I am so cute. I did something amazing. Give me a treat. Give me a treat. Where's my treat? And she starts wagging her tail and looking at me with those eyes like, mama, don't you see what I did? I did something special here. 
This was great. It was fully awesome, and I expect my treat. So you better take notice. I went to leave the room, and I looked back, and the total look of disappointment was all over her face. She had been deflated because I did not give her her treat that she expected fully for me to give her for whatever reason she felt that she deserved it. As she was sitting there looking at me with her little puppy dog eyes turned up, of course I gave her the treat. Y'all, seriously, stop judging me. I can feel it. And you know you would have done the same thing. I just kind of felt bad. I felt like I missed the communication of something from her that she thought she did something so wonderful that she deserved it. <laughs> so clearly, mamas, I have messed up my dog. And um, she didn't learn anything from me at all except for that when she acts really cute, I'm definitely going to give her a treat, right? <laughs> so I have totally spoiled my dog at this point. Have you noticed that Sometimes you've treated your relationships this way as well. Maybe you have expectations of your friends or someone close in your life, but yet you have not communicated those things to them. When things happen that do not meet your expectations and timing, you get upset. You get a little bent out of shape. When we're going through life and we're kind of running our daily crazy eight, there are times when I have done something really awesome, really great, and I really feel like I should be rewarded immediately and have a big pat on the back or something. And when that doesn't happen, wow, it can deflate me so bad. And I'm sure that that happens to you as well, that you really wanted to be recognized for something that you thought you did a fabulous job on and other people just took it for granted. Or worse yet, they did recognize it and they didn't think it was that big of a deal. I think that we should expect things out of life. Hey, I am all about setting up expectations for the factor of the daily needs, right? Dinner, food, work, schoolwork, everything that needs to be done to make the household run. And above all else, that curfew that my teenagers hate to be reminded of. But when we go and we put those expectations of a different level in our life when they are not met, I do not believe that they should hold so much bearing on our life that if we do not get what we are expecting or in the time that we believe it should happen, that it is a point of crippling disappointment that overtakes our life and we are unable to move past it. Do you really think that that is where we need to be stuck in our life? in a holding pattern of disappointment. There is so much more that we could be doing in that time if we would just open ourselves up to new possibilities. I don't want to limit myself to anything that is possible. The reason we limit ourselves is because we cannot fully comprehend everything that God has waiting for us. And I do not want to stifle any blessing that he wants to give to me because I have put expectations, limitations on my life. Y'all, I totally get caught up in running that race as well. I am so guilty of it too. And I get tired. I'm just tired of it. Not seeing the results, not seeing my circumstances change for the better or what I perceive as for the better. All of the things that are going wrong in your life that you feel like needs to be changed that you've possibly been praying about for the longest time. And you're like, isn't he paying attention to me? Doesn't he hear my prayers and see my heartache and my tears? It can be hard to take the waiting, to take the answer not now, to try to listen for him and quiet the voices of fear, doubt, pain, and heartache. And this is where you have to be oh so careful to guard your heart because out of your heart flows all of the issues of life. 
Let's take a moment and talk about the timing. And right now, please, I kid you not, the other day, I had worked all day. Dinner was ready. The loads of laundry had been done. The house was pretty clean. It wasn't spotless, but it was clean. And I have four children and a fake therapy dog. So my house is never going to be spotless clean. I had texted my husband and said, hey, honey, everything's ready for dinner. I have a headache. I'm going to take some medication and I'm just going to try to relax. He said, okay, hope you feel better. He comes home from work and he's had a long day. Gives me a kiss. He goes upstairs to change his clothes and then he kind of disappeared for a while. I was on the couch laying down and at some point my daughter walks over to me and says, hey, mom, are we going to have dinner tonight? Immediately, I was not happy. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I told him I didn't feel well, and now I'm going to have to feed the kids dinner on top of everything else. This is ridiculous. Where is he even at? I get up, I go over to the table, I call all the kids from every part of the house and said, dinner's on the table right now, I will not tell you again. I yelled downstairs too because I knew my son was down there and that's where I heard my husband. So he was playing on the Xbox with my one son and now I was having to serve dinner for the kids. So I finally finish up serving the kids. I leave the food sitting on the counter. Figure at that point, once he's hungry, he can come on upstairs, warm it up, and he'll be able to eat, right? Now, mind you, my expectation, given the note that I had sent him, was that he would come home. He would say, hey, change his clothes, go ahead and feed the kids dinner, and then he would hang out with the kids and do whatever while I was going through my headache on the couch. That's not what happened. Not only did he not meet the expectation... He did not do it in the time frame that I felt was necessary because my daughter had to come and ask me, hey, when's dinner? And when I asked him why he didn't feed them dinner, he said, well, I wasn't hungry yet. And I said, well, that's awesome. But there are five other people in this house and four of them actually really needed to eat dinner instead of waiting till 730 at night to find out if we were going to feed them or not. You were just too busy on the Xbox playing a game instead of taking care of the dinner for the kids. To say the least, I was more than just a little bit aggravated at that moment with him. You should have at least fed them dinner and then you could have waited to eat. That would have been totally fine. So he was already two strikes in at this point. Point, okay. About an hour later, I think I get up off the couch and I realize that the meat is still sitting on the counter and I was so mad. So I opened the door to the basement and I said, really, really, you ate your food and then you left the meat sitting on the counter for me to clean up and put away. Are you kidding me right now? And he said, No, 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 no. I wasn't finished eating. I had eaten once and I was coming back up to eat again. That, of course, in my mind made no sense at all because if it would have been me, I would have went ahead and put the meat away. And then if I did get hungry later, I would go ahead and take the meat out and eat it. That way, I didn't forget and leave the food sitting out all night, which does happen periodically in my house. Usually, I would have gone ahead and put the meat away. But I didn't. Even though it irked me so bad that it was not in my time, I refused to put the meat away. Because in my mind, everything should have happened like clockwork. The kids would have been fed. The food would have been put away. Everybody would have eaten at the same time. And then it was bedtime. And it was over. But instead, what I got was miscommunication. Because I expected very clearly from my note for him to interpret the factor of everything that needed to be done that evening and the timing in which it should have been completed. So talk about unmet expectations and unmet timeline as well. I was so aggravated at him. I did not talk to him the rest of the night. But I tell you what, when I got up the next morning, the meat was put away in the fridge. Unmet timelines. 
for your expectations. They are very irritating, aren't they? Now, I also realize that this is a small example of something that can be an expectation and a timeline and irritate you to the point of having an argument. But when we take and put these expectations on all of our relationships or our relationship with God, that's when things become very complicated. My husband and I have faced many disappointments specifically in the loss of two of our children via miscarriage. We were devastated because we really felt like it was the right time, but that was not the case. When you feel like you deserve something and it is not met, and it certainly is not met in the timing that you felt like you were ready for it, it can put you in a very dark and negative place. And believe me, I have been there. But I had to focus on what was in front of me, the blessings I had, the love that I had in my life, and find a way to pray myself through it. I would like to share that God blessed us with two additional children after the two miscarriages. So we do have four kids that we are so happy and excited to have in our life. As we look back, maybe we would not have selected the time that God placed those children in our care, but that's when they showed up. We are very fortunate, we know and realize that we are blessed to have them. And of course, as we look back now and see the full picture of our family, we could not imagine it any other way. When you expect something to happen and you put those expectations on God, we are putting God in a box and you cannot take an infinite power and put it in a box. It just doesn't work that way. He is not going to bend to our will, to our way, to our time, to the things that we want. He knows and understands the things that need to come into our life, the blessings, the hurts, the pains, the heartache. It's all for purpose, no matter what you're going through. And believe me, believe me, if you are going through something right now, I understand we are touched by so many things that we were never supposed to experience in this lifetime. It is hurtful and it is harmful to our faithfulness and our spirituality that we have when we're trying to focus on God and the purpose that he has for us and the blessings that he wants to give to us. You know what else? Not only does he want to give us blessings, he delights in giving them to us. Why do you think that is? It's because we were designed for relationship with him. When our hearts are aligned with his will for our life, that is when we have the opportunity to grow our relationship so much closer to him. And that is what he is after, that relationship with you. And the blessings and the joy he wants to give to you, but it is in his time. You know, there are some things I just want to share as we button up this podcast. Sometimes in that holding pattern of the unmet expectation and the timing, we are being prepared for something so much more that has so much purpose that we couldn't understand if we tried. Maybe we're not ready yet for what we are expecting. Maybe the people we need aren't in that place yet to where they can actually help us the way we need the help to get to the next level. Maybe the boss you need to show God's grace to isn't in place. There can be an infinite number of reasons for the waiting, for the timing to be off in our mind, but we waste powerful energy and precious capacity focusing on our expectations and the time we expect it to be met. Have you ever heard this quote, always hope but never expect? We should see it for what it is. This is about a moment when you're devastated and you're looking for some peace and some hope to grab onto. For our normal daily expectations, make them clear in relationships. 
it's not to be mean at all. It's just to help others and you to make sure that you understand what your expectations are. If you remember the podcast that I did several weeks ago, it's called Be Your Yes and Know Your No's. And that's part of what that is, helping you to manage those expectations. Make a plan. Get your top five expectations written down. Know what it is you're willing to give and take on so other people know those as well. I almost lost a friendship over expectations one time. And it taught me a very good lesson how to communicate the things that I should have told them, even though I expected that they should know, I should have made it very clear. And that was my fault. So it was a learning on me. But, you know, as we go through life, we are going to have unmet expectations and the timing could be way off. I just pray that you get to a place that your unmet expectations and the unmet timing that you feel you should receive them can turn into a place of growing in the moment. Be present. Be there. If it's not now, when will it be? If it's not now or never, what is my next step? What is my plan? Get ready for it. That's what you have to do to face the next day because his timing is perfect. His timing is impeccable. As always, I hope you've enjoyed your time with me as I have enjoyed sharing my topic with you today. Remember, y'all, be you because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.